Well, we're still talking about divine church order. And how many of you know it always starts at home? So that's why we're spending a little more time in talking about the male and female relationship simply because that's how it all began. And that's how it's going to end up. God's coming back for family. So he's looking into our houses to determine how he's going to work with us. Now, we got to give God access if he's going to work with us. And I'm going to tell you, the greatest thing you can do for your children, parents, is to live before them a life that is loving and pleasing, where, where you build one another up. I mean, I can't imagine what it's like to be in a house as a little kid and watch your dad tell your mama you're stupid. What a horrible thing a little kid have to hear to say about somebody that's supposed to have authority over them. And then you want to know why they don't respect you when they grow up. You've sown seeds of that. So this morning, by the help of the Holy Spirit, I believe that we're going to fix some of the problems that we misunderstood about that kind of the male and female relationship in relations to marriage. Now, I am not talking to two sinners. I'm not talking to a Christian and a sinner that's married because your, your situations require something different. Can I get an amen? Y'all may not like it. I'm talking to two saved people this morning. Now, hold on. Those that are unmarried, we got you covered. The word didn't leave you out. Take, take, take this word that you're hearing this morning because you might desire to get married. Uh, you know, whatever. You need to know the truth. I believe one of the biggest problems that most men don't understand, and I'm, I'm not trying to put the men down this morning because you're going to discover I'm on your side. They don't understand that wives have two wounds. And what we do, we put all the interest on the female uterus. That's the part that gives us physical pleasure. And we major on that part and neglect her spiritual wound. Mm. See, the spiritual wound has to be attended more, say more, or equally as much as the natural womb. There's a reason, man, because you got, they both have, I'm, I'm going to stick with my notes because I'll get, they both have been designed to incubate, say incubate. They both have that awesome capability of taking what you put into them and turning it into what you want. This is why you should never lie with a woman that's not your wife because the possibility you having a baby and then the baby come and you may not want the baby because it's out of season. And most men abandon those children. And the mother has to raise them. Now, women, I'm trying to help you. 
because I'm trying to move you away from that. Oh, I think I need a man. You know, you need some wisdom. Okay. So we find that both wombs are designed to incubate. And what does incubate mean? It means to keep something in time, to give it time to develop. I'm supposed to take the man's vision. He's supposed to sow his vision into me. See, most men don't have really made up their mind what they want to be yet. So you're sowing a lot of confusion. So the woman said, well, you know, which one is it, babe? I'm trying to help you, but you don't know who you want to be yet. You want to be a rock star? You want to be a Christian? What you want to be? Because you're in between this stuff too much. Do you want to be a writer? You want, you want to be a guitar player? What is it? What is it that you really want to be? Because right now, I don't know how to bring my effectual measure. And if you live in that state too long, she's going to find a visionary and attach herself. May not be who you think. See, that's what the devil was. The devil used a serpent who was a, the serpent was the wisest of all the animals that the Bible says. So the devil went to the smart one of the animals. Because the, the serpent had vision. Hmm. So the devil used him. Man, I'm telling you, 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 you got to see this. Why? Because the homes are suffering. Therefore, churches suffer. The local assembly suffer because homes are not right. Hmm. So both wombs have got to be filled with something other than your bills. If all you and your wife talk about are the children, the bills, or, or, or just buying a new piece of furniture, or we going to the park, or whatever. See, she's going to get bored. Listen to me. It doesn't take long for a woman to get bored with that kind of conversation. How, how long it take you to talk about the bills? When's the last time you sat down and had a genuine spiritual conversation with your wife? Didn't ask you to try to preach the whole Bible. But when was the last time you sat down and shared with her something God was sharing with you? See, this is what's missing. Now, you might be a good breadwinner. I applaud you for that. You might even take care of the kids good. Thank God you're a good man. But if your wife is complaining, and most times women say it like this, man, you don't spend enough time with me. That's a sign of unfulfillment. And you better put something on that. Because she's looking for something to do. And it's usually not natural. It's something spiritual. It's kind of like when your body is crying for water and we give it something other than water. Nothing replaces water. For all y'all super people, y'all know. I ain't going to talk about you this morning. Have fun. I, I drink coffee too, but not like some people. But anyway, cause I never drink as much coffee as I do water. 
I might drink a cup a day. Look at, look at me and say, a cup. How many ounces in a cup? Eight ounces. Not a 32-ounce cup and call that a cup of coffee. You just drink four cups of coffee in one sitting. Okay, that's a freebie. But do you see the importance of her womb being filled with your assignment? Mm. Until both wombs are filled, the woman is incomplete and unfulfilled. Mm. So she's going to reach for someone or something to satisfy the spiritual side of her. Because that's where she's the most hungry. And what we do, we give her more natural stuff to do. Mm. When she's asking you, feed me something that God has given you. What have you talked to God about? What, what is this family supposed to do? Where do we go from here? And especially when things are tight in the house financially, you got to talk spiritual to one another. You, you, you got to keep her, her focus on how to come out of debt. You can't let her wander and, be a, and attach herself to in and everybody because she's looking for something spiritual. Now, Mr. Adam, we call him Mr. Adam, remember that? Started out teaching his wife. Because that's how she knew not to touch the tree. Because God didn't say that, remember? Adam taught her that. At least that's, the, at least that's what she heard. When he gave the command, she heard, don't eat it and don't touch it. So we can say that way because he may not have said that to her. You got to understand something. You're living with a lady, a woman that has the ability to incubate, and because of that, she can hear what you're saying and make it something that is not. <laughs> you got to make sure she understood what you said to her. My husband said, say back to me what I just said. Because he wanted to make sure. Because in our minds, we have this capability, men, that we see God built us this way to aid you. While you thinking the one idea that woman has seen that thing go zoop. Zip, 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 she see that. Oh, yeah, baby, we can do such and such. And we can, you got to harness her. Because she'll take it to the next level. See, that's her capability. Y'all laughing because I must be telling the truth. You gave her one idea and she done carried it to the next level. But you harness her by saying, okay, baby, we're going to concentrate on this right here. This is what I need you to come in agreement with me about. Because she done seen three, four other projects. Out of that one. That's her nature. You shouldn't douse it with fear. Or, or dumb, trying to dominate her and dumb her down. You should harness it correctly. Don't make her feel stupid. Because she said something you didn't say. That's her nature. Oh Jesus. I'm trying to help somebody. But you got to harness it in love. Say in love. Huh. 
But what happened, Adam started out explaining things, teaching his wife, training her. But he assumed, he assumed, see, men, you got to stop assuming when it comes to your woman. You better know. Look at your wife and say, baby, I'm going to get to know you. I'm going to stop assuming about you. <laughs> oh, y'all, that was weak. But anyway, <laughs> y'all did it anyway. <laughs> Okay, those, if your wife's not in the room and she's doing something else, okay, you still need to say it. <laughs> Act like she's in the room. But Adam began to assume that because he had given her the instruction, the overall instruction, that she understood. It's funny because sometimes... I asked my son, I'll text him and I said, son, what are we doing for dinner? And then he said, okay, I'll get back with you. And then when I talked to my daughter-in-law, my daughter-in-love, rather, because she's like a daughter to me, she'll say, well, he didn't say nothing to me. <laughs> See, <laughs> she said, he didn't say nothing to me. I said, okay, 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 we ain't going to start World War II. Come on. But you see, it's, it's, in his mind, he said, I said something to her. In her mind, he said, she said, he didn't say nothing. So what do you believe? You said, you know what? It's just a misunderstanding. <laughs> See, they both, want, they both want to be believed. But who's right? Who's right? How do you balance that out? See what I'm talking about? But Adam assumed because he gave her the overall command that she understood. But apparently she had questions that he had not answered because the serpent suggested to her something that she, and she began to quiz. She began to quiz what God had said. Because the, the serpent suggested something different. And, and I'm telling you, so she had questions on the inside of her that the man hadn't answered yet. Now, he might have plans to go around to answer it, but he hadn't done it. Sometimes you get busy. This is why you need to do, you need to do in-house checkup. Listen, I'm not trying to downgrade anybody or anything. Y'all so techie savvy, you know, hey. But sometimes you need to take them phones, turn them off. And deal with one another without all the technology. Because you lose a lot. I mean, I, I, I watch people text. I mean, how you text your wife when she's sitting next to you? What's wrong with turning to her? We've gotten so hooked on the phone that it controls all of our life. You upstairs, she downstairs, and you texting. What happened to it? Hey, babe. I'd rather hear that than to send me, come downstairs. Don't text me no dumb stuff like that. Oh, I'm, I'm touching, ain't I? See, the reason she's hungry is because she's empty of her purpose until, the, until Mr. Adam. She don't know what Mr. Adam got for her to do just yet. 
See, Adam was to give the garden purpose, but he was also to give the woman her purpose. Now, I'm, I'm, gonna keep, I'm, I'm repeating some things, but you need to hear that in a different setting. See, he was supposed to feed into her, or Mrs. Adam, what God had given unto him through his communion with God. Now, if you're lacking in your fellowship with God, now we better understand why you can't have fellowship with your wife spiritually. And most men come to the table being intimidated by their spiritual wives. Tell the truth and shame the devil. Because she seems to be able to rattle off a scripture faster than you. Or say, and she's excited about something. You still the man of the house. Mm. So most women have no clue from a spiritual position what their husband is trying to build. And because men, not the men here at Rapture, have left a woman unto herself spiritually, she gets deceived. You leave her for to be deceived. Oh, what did the Lord show me? Something, I wrote it down. Man, I had little notes everywhere. And I was trying to put it in one book. It says that, um, I got to find it. But anyway, the whole, what the Holy Spirit was saying in essence is that when she's left to herself, she's more volatile, more vulnerable, rather, to be deceived. And that's what happened in the garden. Adam left her by herself. And she was vulnerable to the words of something else. Because women are governed by words. If you don't learn nothing else, men, you better hear this. They are governed by words. The right words or the wrong words can make all the difference. Hmm. Ah, hallelujah. So she had no clue as to what Adam was trying to build. And because he left her unattended, she was easily to be deceived by the devil as to what she is supposed to be in the kingdom. See, the devil was trying to refigure in her, reconstruct in her mind who she is in relation to the man and to God. In order to destroy the man, he got to get the woman that God, that, that he is with to do it from inside. Because that is more potent to destruction than if somebody came and hit him and, you know, something happened like that. No, when that woman, look at Proverbs 31. Look at verse 3. It says, she's telling him, don't give your strength unto women. In other words, don't give your authority because you're too lazy to do something. She says, no other ways to that which destroy kings. Find out, she said, because some of the ways that women get is going to destroy your kingship. Don't, don't, she said, don't marry no mom. This mama talking to her son. Don't marry somebody that's out after your kingship. Recognize, recognize. Recognize that after your dominion, after your authority. Don't marry nobody that feel like she can be all that without you. 
You don't want a woman that feel like, oh, I don't need you. Now, she may not need you the way somebody else. Now, see, when I say need, I'm not talking about uh, not being able to take care of her and stuff like that, but feel like uh, I don't have to have you. Well, if I don't have to have you, why are you asking to get married? There's something wrong with that picture. She's after your authority. Everybody got to have a follower. Mm. And then go down, go down to verse 11 or go to verse 10. Who can find a virtuous woman for her price? Who can find a truly good wife? See, women, hear me. You're not supposed to be on the hunt because you're going to be deceived hunting yourself. You're supposed to be in preparation for the king to find you. You're not supposed to be waving a sign saying, I'm available. See my desperation. Because there is an aroma of desperation. And you're not drawing a king. Listen to me. You don't draw what you want. You draw what you are. Can I say that again? You don't draw what you want. You draw what you are. So if desperation is inside of you, you're going to draw a desperate person unto you. Mm. Look at verse 11. The heart of her husband does safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. She would do him good and not evil all the days of her life. Then it talks about how industrious she is. Now, listen, we're talking about order. Now, this woman is not out of order just because she's industrious. Because the man is the seer and he got to, you know what? That's the way Dr. Davis did me. When I wanted to venture out and try new things or, and I felt like I could do it, he said, he said, okay. He said, I need you to tell me how much time you're going to do that. That's such, because our kids were still small. I wanted to sell home interior. Good at it. I started out part-time, say part-time. That was my idea of it. But in order to make the kind of money that they say you should be making, how many of you know you can't stay part-time? And there were so many shows you could do. Man, I would decorate my walls and people come to my house and buy everything on my wall. I sold home interior and was good at it. But then I decided, I looked at it and I said, because it was taking more time, say more time, than I had decided to dedicate to it. And I had to know when to let it go. I wasn't trying to make a career in home interior. I did it because I just enjoyed decorating. Because that would have taken me out of my home more nights than I wanted to be away. Who going to help put my kids to bed? Who going to make sure they eat? Daddy can't do everything while you out. See, it, I didn't have to say I didn't have to. I didn't have to go make that money. It was something I wanted to do. And my husband and I came into agreement. He says, okay, you can do it. But when I stopped, nothing in my house stopped. 
The, the house didn't go apart. The rent didn't get not paid. We were still living in our house. The car was still running. We were still eating. Why? My husband never built the house on what I was bringing in. Because he knew that was subject to change. I'm trying to help y'all. Because a lot of women are having to work. And it's a strain on her. And she's unfulfilled. If you gave her the option, and some women say, I just like to work. No, they don't like being around you. Tell the truth, shame the devil. They don't like being around you that long. Because it's something you are not doing unto them. I'm going to read something Dr. Davis wrote. <laughs> oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let me find it. Because he said, he says, uh, I'm going to find it because I got it in my notes right down here. And he said this. He said, okay, there it is. The woman would not want to hang out with anyone else if she is being properly attended by her husband. I love being around my husband. There was never a boring moment. We were best friends. And it didn't matter if we were watching TV, eating a crab, eating a bologna sandwich, reading a book. Just, we just love being around one another. So it was not a chore for me to be with him like that. Because somebody asked me the question some years ago, how you work together in the ministry that y'all I said, because I love my, we're best friends. You must develop friendship in your marriage with your spouse. Because when nobody else is for you, she'll be for you. But that's developed out of time spent together. That's not developed just because, you know, well, we married, you're supposed to be my friend. No, that don't work like that, bruh. You got a misunderstanding. You got an assumption running in you. See, that's what you learned about women. And it's incorrect. You got to handle this woman right. I know I'm talking kind of strong to you men this morning, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to get on the women just a, uh, just a little bit. Don't worry about it. So we find that the woman is not supposed to be without her spiritual and natural womb being filled. First, with your vision, and then secondly, with the joy of having your children, if that should take place. You know, everybody got to the, I ain't trying to get in there. Don't come for me. Everybody may not have children. But that's one of the reasons God made the female, so they can procreate. Now, y'all deal with that in your own house, because I'm, I'm like Apostle Paul. You, I ain't getting in an argument with you. You don't want no kids? You talk to God, tell him you don't want no kids. So now, you got to understand something, men. Depending on where she grew up, how her father treated her, she already has, say already has, an established concept of what a man should be. Even if it's wrong, she has an idea that she's bringing to the table of what you should be to her. <laughs> 
And she may not necessarily have God's idea yet. So now if you're the godly man, you got to help her to see who you are. Because if not, you're going to do her an injustice. You're going to do your marriage an injustice. I'm telling you, you're going to do your marriage an injustice if you don't help her to see who you are. The devil in Genesis 3-2 knew how far he could take the conversation because Mrs. Adam began to express her dissatisfaction. Now, I've, I've seen this over the years. She wanted to know more, and Mr. Adam had not answered her questions yet, right? So if you get a woman to talking, you're going to hear her past, her present, and her future. And she might give it all to you in one conversation. That's her dissatisfaction coming out. Oh, Jesus. She will reveal her husband's secrets, especially if she's unfulfilled. She's going to tell on you. She's going to tell on what you're not doing. She can't hide it. She's unfulfilled. She can't hide it. Woo, Jesus. Mm. So the devil took advantage of her ignorance and her continued talking. And he began to sow into her how dissatisfied she really was about her husband. He got to get her to see you differently. The devil has to get your woman to see you incorrectly because you're not attending to the part of her that she's hungry the most in. That's the spiritual side. So she's going to always have a lopsided view of you. Because getting the, listen, keeping the roof over the house, that's good. Providing the food, that's excellent. You should do that. But that's not all to the woman you're married to. Mm. The devil through the serpent says, look, I, I, I know you heard it. I know your man ain't doing you right. You know, I, I know he busy and stuff like that. You know, every time I turn around, he working. He doing this, and you know. And, you know, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. He listening to her. He's listening. When last time you sat down to listen to your wife and just let her talk. Let the little girl in her come out. My husband was good at that. I, sometimes I said, baby, can I be the little girl today? He said, yeah. I said, can I say such, 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 such? Did I start? He said, he said, you finished? <laughs> I said, I think so. He said, you feel better? I said, I don't know. <laughs> He look at me, and he'll start laughing. And then he said, "Girl, he said you all right. Everything will be all right. Don't worry about it. You gonna be all right. You gonna be all right." And he would talk just in that tone. You gonna be all right. Don't worry about it. It's gonna be good. And you gonna get over. He said, "Now, what did you learn from that?" That'd be the next thing he asked me. What did you learn from that? Because if you go through something and you don't learn anything, it was a wasted event. Even if it's negative. You should learn from it so you don't have to do it again. So he would ask me, what did you learn from that baby? And I had to sit there and ponder and say, well, I don't know just yet. 
I mean, you know, that's just, but that's just the way we talk. If somebody asked me today, what's the thing I miss the most about my husband? It's not the sex, even though that was good. That was absolutely great. It is the conversations that we had. My children are shaking their head. They get they embarrassed too easy. <laughs> Even though both of them are married. Ain't that something? <laughs> like, like, like they don't really know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> okay. But see, it wasn't that that held the marriage together. It wasn't sex. It was the conversation. It was the knowing that I could sit down and express to my husband even the little silly stuff. And he didn't look at me as being dumb. We would laugh at it, get over it, whatever. Some things were just funny, you know. That's what we did because why? He wanted to make sure I was okay in my mind. So if a woman get to talking, she's going to tell you all her past, her present, and her future. Why? She's unfulfilled. Because a, a, a woman that is filled with her husband, she'll guard his secret. You'll never know that man going through something if you depend on her to tell it. I got some women in here that know what I'm talking about. They don't talk against their husband like that. Mm-mm. So the devil had to take advantage of her. Because she didn't know she was spilling her guts against her husband. She was just showing her dissatisfaction. So this conversation over and over again has gained the trust. Say trust. So conversation creates trust, not sex. Woo, Jesus. It's how you commune with her that develop trust. That's how the serpent was able to win her trust. Because he kept talking, he kept listening. Then he would say he interjected a little lie. Then he kept listening. It's conversating. Men, women are full of conversation. You got to be able to handle it or don't get married. Because they come ready to talk. And you got to learn how to listen. And then harness what's not good for her. Mm. So the serpent has gained her trust so much that she was willing to disobey her husband and God. So that means that she had, he had gained her trust pretty good. So this couldn't have been a one-time conversation, as some have taught over the years, because to develop this kind of trust where you'll disobey your man and God. This conversation had been going on for a while. And Adam's standing back watching. Hmm. Well, she didn't know that her rebellion was going to blind her to the consequences of it. Hmm. See, <clears throat> Lord have mercy, this is a deep subject, I'm just telling you. <sighs> the woman was never to be uncovered, Period. And me and you got to understand something. Your wife may have come from a broken home, which meant she was not covered. Because daddy wasn't there. As a godly man, that's where you go first. You got to help heal the bridge between her brokenness as a child and now your wife. 
my husband became my expert. He may not have been yours, but he was mine. Because he understood that I didn't come out of a home where daddy ran the house. Because daddy might have been in the house at times, but he was not operating as daddy. Because he was drunk most of the time. You get a bad picture. Even though mama did all she knew to do, she could not be daddy. So you got to understand something. You might have to play the role of daddy unto her until she gets developed. Don't push her so fast to do something. If she said, baby, I don't understand that. Help me. Help her. She, if she's telling you that, don't keep telling her, you can get this. Come on, we got to do this. No, she's going to break down on you. She'll break down on you down the road because you haven't built into her stability. Stability comes from the father's side. Every man got that father's side in him. And you're destined to create Stability. Ooh, Jesus. So when this woman is thrown out of sync, she is left having to see for herself. And the two things that I see happen most time as a result of that, she either becomes very timid or she becomes very hard. She becomes almost like a bully. And she becomes almost masculine in her ways of projecting herself. Because mm. you can get your point across and still be very feminine. Can I get an amen? You don't have to act like the cowboy. Mm. So she began, the devil had to get her to see all the instructions that God had given unto her husband as a negative. She began to see them as something to restrict her from becoming a spiritual powerhouse. She was deceived. Because God's not going to let you be that spiritual giant and overthrow your husband. Now, I know there's a lot of women out there in ministry, and the husband's sitting over there in the corner being nothing. It's out of order. Mm. She was deceived. Now, she had to work on Mr. Adam consistently. In order to become blatantly rebellious, she had to work on him consistently. And he knew what she was doing. See, sometimes, men, you know your wife working on you, and you just let it happen and let it happen until you come to your breaking point. Your breaking point. And it's usually the wrong answer. Mm. Adam let her have her way. She may have used flattery or manipulation to convince Adam Oh, baby, you're so handsome. You're so smart. But she had a hidden agenda. Because by this time, the, she had a hidden agenda. 
the Adam didn't see totally. All he saw was that Coca-Cola figure. He had experienced a high like he never had before. That's what sex will do to you. If you're not careful, it would mess with your stability. This is why mama told her son in Proverbs 31, don't give your strength to women like that. Uh-uh, wait for the right woman. So that when you yield to her sexually, you don't have any regrets. You don't have to give up your kingship to get along. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. Am I helping anybody this morning? Mm. I know I'm going to have to quit in just a minute because I'm trying not to keep y'all so long. Because we got to go eat some dinner, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all need to hear this. Okay. But by now, she's got a hidden agenda. The devil was using her like he was using the serpent. Why? Because he's after the male man who is the seat of authority. See, me and you are the target. Your wife will become a pawn against you if you don't handle her correctly. The devil will use her against you. She'll keep you in debt. You'll never see what God called you to be because you're so busy trying to stay out of debt. That's a sign of unfulfillment. You go from one debt to the next debt. By the time you pay this one off, she done found another for you to go in debt. Because she's dissatisfied. And things don't last long. Oh, we got to do this. Okay, okay, we got a new gadget. We got to do this. We got to do that. That stuff is only temporary. And if you don't harness her, she's going to have you in debt to Jesus come. Trying to satisfy her every whim. No when to say no. We can't do that right now, baby. Let's get some of this debt behind us. Let's believe God for that. Give her a faith project. Believe God for it. You want that? Believe God for it. Let's sow seed towards it. Instead of you trying to find another job to satisfy all that stuff. If you make it a faith project, she might even like it. Oh, Jesus, because she wants a spiritual assignment. Now you can better understand when you read in the book of Proverbs and most of the, the early chapters of Proverbs how religion is denoted as a loose woman. That's a woman who don't want to be covered anymore. Because she's dangerous. She's dangerous to your vision. That's why you got to bring her. And if you got a good woman that don't mind being in submission, we're not talking about dominating. I said leading, which leads me to my next point. You, 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 got, you got to see how God made this woman for you. But if you mess her up, because all women are messed up because of man somewhere in her life. Ain't no need to lie, because that's what happened. Your daddy didn't do you right. Whoever was over you didn't do you right. Women are messed up because of men. Because they didn't assume their responsibility. 
And that's all it is. And when men start assuming their responsibility again, women are going to settle down. Our nation is messed up because women are out of order. Look at 1 Peter 3.6. Y'all going to like this one. If you don't, you're wood wet. 1 Peter 3, verse 6. Are you ready, women? Okay. Let's go back up and hit verse, uh, let's see. You know what? I want y'all to go right back up to verse, let's just start with verse 1. Might as well get the whole picture. Likewise, you wives, be in subjection to your what? Own husbands. Mm. That if any obey not the word, they also may without the word being preached to them. I'm putting my little ad in there. You can't preach to your husband. That without the word be won by the conversation of the wives. One translation says, he'll be won by your respectful, pure behavior. Your godly life will speak to them better than any words. How you handle him is going to speak louder than what you say. Mm. While they behold your chaste, oh, lifestyle, that conversation means lifestyle. Coupled with reverence, or the word fear there, but it means coupled with reverence. Who's adorning? Let it not be that outward adorning of plaiting the hair and wearing it. Because, see, we think we keep the man's attention by just buying this nice, fine dress, keeping his hair. And you should look good for the man. Don't get me wrong. But he got a side of him that need to be attended to. That's your job, woman. You're supposed to build him up. If he got to build you, don't you know God made it so you're supposed to build him because you're supposed to complete him, not deplete. Complete. Not make him feel like he's worthless and all he is a meal ticket. No, you're supposed to build him up. Hmm. So it says, it's not just about the outward appearance. It's not putting down where you're supposed to look ugly. That's not what it's saying. But it said, let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit. What? A woman got a meek and quiet spirit? What? Which is in the sight of God of great price. That means there are times, lady, you got to learn how to shut your mouth. It ain't time for you to give him a suggestion. See, when you know your man, you know when to be quiet. Most women don't know their husband. That's why they keep talking. You got to know when your husband is at his limit. And then close your mouth. And go pray for him. Mm. Am I helping y'all this morning? I know. Ooh, what time is it? Because I'm okay. It's 11 o'clock, dog. Okay. That's an inside joke for those in my house. No, that's an inside joke. Sinbad, Sinbad, y'all know. It says, for after this manner in the old time, the holy women, say holy women. Say holy women. 
Any holy women in the room? Any holy women in the building? Who trusted in God? Adorned themselves. Adorned themselves. So they were looking good. But they were in subjection unto their who? What? Even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord. Why would she call him Lord? Because he, she came out of him. He was to supply unto her what, how God would supply unto her. Not being God the source, but he was supposed to supply unto her spiritually and naturally what she needed. He was supposed to feed her spiritually and he was supposed to feed her naturally. Because that's what God would do unto her. Most men will feed you naturally, but they ain't got nothing for you spiritually. And she's hungry. And you had like it take you all year to learn one Bible verse. I got a grand turtle named Hermie. He faster than some of y'all. When he come to my house, he follows me. He follows me all the way around my island in my kitchen because he know I'm going to feed him something. And when he think he getting ready to get that hibiscus or that piece of green that, that kale I'm going to give to him, he speed up. That's my grand turtle. But he's fast when he know he's getting ready to be fed. Oh, Jesus. Hmm. Watch this. She called him Lord because she understood his authority over her. Whose daughters you are. Oh, as long, oh, Lord, you mean I got to be like Sarah? You don't have to be like Sarah, but it might help you. <laughs> you can be like Shanika, but, but Shanika ain't in the Bible. Shanika ain't in the Bible. Sorry, Shanika, if that's your name. It was just an example. <laughs> it says, whose daughters you are, as long as you do well and are not intimidated. That word afraid there means that you are not intimidated by circumstances. So, women, you're not supposed to look at a situation and then fall apart because you're not intimidated. Look at verse 7. Come on, men. Come on. Likewise, you husbands, you got to dwell with this woman with some understanding, some knowledge. Giving honor unto her as unto the weaker vessel, not because she don't have physical strength, but because she's easily to be deceived. That's her weakness. Therefore, she must be covered because she's easily to be deceived. Ooh, Jesus. And as being heirs together, the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. He said, don't think you're going to get in my face and pray all these great prayers and, and you're going to get all these answers and you're not attending that woman. Forget it. He said, you need to attend to her. So your prayers. And as a man that's leading, you can got to have your prayers answered. 
One translation, Waymouth says, Thus, for instance, Sarah obeyed Abraham, acknowledging his authority over her. And you have become Sarah's children if you do what is right and permit nothing, whatever, to terrify you. Mm -hmm. Then in closing, let me say this. I might have to bring the other part next Sunday. Men, you got to understand, women will rewrite what you say to fit their narrative. Because that's part of the deception. You got to look out for that. Make sure she understands what you really want her to do. What, what you really want her to understand. Make sure she understands that. Because inside of her, she will rewrite it to fit what is. Because you still got to deal with her mind being renewed. And if her mind is not being renewed to the things of God, she's still hearing some things not completely the way you assume she's hearing them. You say, baby, I need you to pay the bill. If you don't say when, how much, don't assume. Baby, I need you to pay the bill today. And this is what I want you, this is the check I want you to use right here. Go, will you pay this for me? Go pay this now. That is solid instruction. That she can understand and go do. But if you leave it up to her, she's going to go get her nails done first. She's going to get her hair done. She's going to go do this. She's going to have lunch. She's going to go out with her friend and friend. And, and then by the time, oh, it's 430. Oh, my goodness. I got to, now she's rushing to get over there to pay your bill. And they don't get paid till tomorrow. I mean, you know, by the time she get through the, get through the traffic, they already closed. Some men are laughing. I must be telling the truth. And then tomorrow come, the gas get cut off because she didn't pay the bill on time. Now, y'all got a disagreement in y'all house because you didn't give her plain instructions. Because if you had told her, look, I need you to do this right now, go and get this done, she would have done that first. Amen. You say, I'm, I'm getting to. <laughs> said, don't close yet because I ain't got no piano player. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because the order was set in the man, man has to set the order. Because the order was set in the man, man has to set the order. Your women are happy when you are leading. I, I know society don't make it look like that, but they lie. They are lying. They are the most miserable people you will ever meet. They are so full of drugs and medications and they on every kind of thing, every kind of nerve pill you can think of because they are unhappy. And if you notice they are dying, the young people are dying. I mean, it's just like they're just dropping dead. You can't live out of order like that and your heart stay in tune. Things are happening. Get back in order and stay in order. It, it'll make you live longer. Make you look young when you're up in age. Keep, keep your woman looking like you want her to look for you. Now, now, if you don't know how she's supposed to look for you, go to God. Ask God how she's supposed to look for you. If you got a design in your mind how your wife's supposed to dress to please you, tell her that. 
Don't assume she know what you like. My husband would take me shopping. I'm getting ready to close. He would take me shopping until I got familiar with what he liked on me. And then he didn't always have to be present. But he didn't want me buying stuff just because. Because he might not have liked it on me. I told you I bought my dress, and I just gave it away. But he took, he took time, and he took me shopping right on down to my shoes. He took me shopping, and I loved it when he took me shopping because, oh, hallelujah. I always got more than what I would have spent on myself. Man, you need to take time. Go shopping with your wife. Make sure she's buying something that's pleasing to you. Don't let her dress according to what is current if it's not pleasing to you. Take her shopping and say, baby, you know what? I think you look really good in this. Go try that on. I, I, I like that on you. See, that's encouraging. You know what she'll do? She'll buy more of that. And she'll be fashioned after your likeness. I know that was a twist on it. You liked that, didn't you? <laughs> Don't steal it. <laughs> That's all right. You can use it. I I'll give you permission. Just pay my copyright fee. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, stand to your feet. Did you learn anything this morning? Hallelujah.